from shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. What up to you, almost sports enthusiasts on a Thursday high. Jason Dick. That's my guy, CJ Morgan over there. How are you today, CJ? That it is. What's going on? I came in and said I'm tired and I feel bad because you replied with I'm tired all the time. I'm always tired. And then I realized I just got out of bed and you've been up since five, so it's you know, I'm I'm sorry. See, your energy level should be higher, although I guess what is better, right out of bed or six hours later out of bed? I mean... I've been out of bed for... Jesus, I have. Let's just say both are rough because you're getting to the point where your day's done, tired, and I'm where I just woke up and I'm still sleepy, tired. Right, right. And you have a whole day ahead of you, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Either way, it's the perfect mix. I'll take my... My situation over yours. Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's hey, yeah. let's do this very tired radio right. show. What an excellent way to start things off. Are you guys pumped to hear that me and CJ are both tired at eleven? We're tired o- of this crap in sports. <laughs> We're going to tell you all about it. You know what? I am. I, I'll tell you. It, it, the tiredness leads to grumpiness, and it, I am yes. a little. Why is the World Series starting tomorrow? All right. Why we should be having Game Three tomorrow? Uh, I uh, <laughs> I heard. Tony Kornheiser, noted old man, not necessarily a noted get off my lawn old man. Love Tony Kornheiser. But when I first heard him, yeah, I've been watching PTI since I was just a little wee lad. When I first heard this take, I was like, oh my God, Tony, this is a real old man take. And then I stopped and thought about it. I was like, that makes perfect sense. The World Series should have started on Tuesday. I know why they're doing it. Well, I mean, the answer to everything Money, right? Well, Television. No. What? What? Why they, they're doing what? They want to cool off the Phillies. This is a cooler move. <laughs> oh my god! By MLB because they want the Astros to win. That way, the cheating I scandal gets known. behind them, and the Astros. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they they feel like they're uh, they're more of a team that will generate interest in winning. So they're trying to cool the Phillies. I should have known. It's, it's like calling timeout on the kicker when you said, "I know why they're doing it." That it wasn't. That I knew why they're doing it. Wasn't it wasn't going to be sound logic and reason, but rather some sort of message board conspiracy theory garbage. What's happening, man? Go ask Philly fans. Hold on, let me. So the MLB would rather the Astros win than the Phillies. Correct. They already had an underdog last year. They don't want two underdogs in a row, or uh, people are going to start bitching about the wild card system, the your playoff Braves system. Are the underdog. Yeah, last year. Right, yeah, th- right. This year, they don't want that again. It was fun for one season. Happens two seasons in a row. You got you got trouble. Right. You've you've got big teams playing for restructuring. They're already mad that the Dodgers are out. They're mad the Yankees are out because they yeah. want an East Coast and West Coast now. They want the the next team with the most wins to win it. Otherwise, I, it completely undermines the MLB in the regular season. They can't have that. I can't say that I really know what the MLB's sentiment toward the Astros or to, excuse me toward the Phillies is. I would imagine they don't want the Astros to win it, as they were at the center of the largest cheating controversy they've had. Since. But winning it clears that controversy. Yeah, I've been trying to say that, yeah, this would vindicate them. I don't know. Here, Kornheiser's whole point was, yeah, the the World Series has been hard scheduled for a Friday start probably for months, like since the beginning of the season. Uh, But it would have been, it would have served baseball better to 
because of, so the both the conference series got uh, conference championships. What do they call that? Championship series. The NLDS. American Le- the NLDS. league championship series NLDS. ended on Sunday, right? Like you could have ended those on Sunday, then started the World Series Tuesday. I would in say Houston. Wednesday. I would say Wednesday. Well, here's the deal: is like you you. You know, you see, you want to say, oh, but you got to give people time to travel and make plans and buy their tickets and stuff like that. Like, you you wouldn't know. The reason it was hard scheduled on to, on Friday was because we could still be playing the ALCS if the Yankees could make a speck of an effort. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, uh, the if Astros done anything. swept them, and so it ended on Sunday. And, and so, yeah, there was always the possibility that the fans, broadcasters, workers, whoever, the players would have to turn around on a day's notice and start the World Series, uh, you know, on a couple days, uh, a couple days notice. Uh, but here's the thing that it would have been advantageous for baseball is Tuesday. You could have started the World Series on Tuesday. There's nothing on. There's no football games. There's nothing. It's, it's just you ba- and Tuesday night. Instead, it's going to be Friday. Friday and Sunday are going to be the two right. first. Well, well, now you, it, I believe, Friday, Saturday, right? And no, so they don't. Got, they do a day in between. Usually, right? They do a day in between, uh, and then they do two days when uh, they you're move on cities. basketball schedule. Baseball? Are you sure? Yeah, we gotta we gotta jam it out, man. I'll, in fact, and I can tell you double right headers <laughs> in the World Series. Could you Let's imagine just play that? All, all seven games this weekend. Uh, I believe it's Friday, Saturday in Houston, then Sunday off. Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be in Philadelphia. Thursday off, Friday, Saturday in Houston. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. The entire, you're right. Uh, but yeah, now your 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 first games on a Friday night. You're going up against college football on Saturday. You're going to have Monday night football to deal with next week for game three. Look, more than anything else, you remember on Monday I was like, golly, there's like so many sports to talk about. There's nothing but we got the soccer playoffs. And then by Wednesday. Basketball, the football, the thing. And now, yeah, I'm on three straight days where I haven't watched anything. And I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of on I the do? Over here, man. Put, put me in the game with some baseball. So, yeah, you could have done game one Tuesday night, not, not against the NFL. Game two on Wednesday night, not against the NFL. Uh, Thursday night football tonight. And then have game three tomorrow night. I don't know. I don't know. I, at first, I was like, that's a grumpy old man take. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Jason, you're a grumpy old man. Very true. <laughs> Jump on board this take. Okay, if I'm serious about one thing, though, yeah, uh, they should institute, there should be a doubleheader at some point. A, a World Series doubleheader? Yeah, game one, two, three, and four. That way, each team gets a doubleheader at home. That'd be um, wild. For money purposes and television, no, well, not terrible, so great. Terrible idea. It would be fun. It, uh, <laughs> Actually, you know what? Doubleheaders suck. Baseball's already long and boring enough. You know, they... Uh, I don't know why this is the analogy I chose to bring up, but at the World Series of Poker, uh, CJ, most of the events are like three, sometimes four days. Like, the main event takes two freaking weeks to win. Uh, but they do because you you play for 10 hours, and then there's a dip break, you come back the next day, you play for another 10 hours, whatever. Uh, but they do have what they call Ironman events, where basically you just start the tournament and you keep playing until there's a winner, and sometimes it'll take forty hours. So you just play forty hours straight. Well, if you get tired, do you can you quit and keep your money, or is it no, like no, you've no? Gotta... I mean, you'll be blinded out. Your money is on the table. Oh, so yeah, okay, yeah. Let's so just start it's... the World Series Friday night and play all seven games until just keep going until a test somebody of endurance until somebody has won. Now that. I, I could get behind. You know, to contrary to my, they should have started on Tuesday. I guess it is good. Both teams are going to be fully rested. You have your we're going to get the pitching best totally set up yeah. correctly, and so a true test of who is the best baseball team. I mean, that's the main thing, right? Ish. Would be pitching. 
isn't yeah. it? Because well, I that, think the that's, that's probably the most strenuous. You're going to find position. out here that I don't know any of the Phillies pitchers, but I think the Phillies are actually going with their number two guy in game one because he would have had too much rest if you would have held him off to game two. Okay. And then their number one guy, it's better for him to go with extra rest. Look it up, kids, if you want to. That's that, that pitching matchups, not really. And my that's specialty. baseball. <laughs> yeah, busting on Jalen Hurts. More my specialty. Uh, did you see this, Jalen Hurts? I suppose in a delicate position, he is the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, but he's from Houston Texans. Yeah, Houston Texas, CJ. So who is he to root for? What do you think in the World Series? Yeah, see, this is not a question to me. This is not not there's there's nothing. I mean, it's obviously. Roots for the Astros, right? Yeah. Okay. He's good. from H-Town. Yes, exactly. Uh, he but Philadelphia, they're, they're trash I mean, people. Yeah, I suppose for your own mental health, you know, for the ease of your day-to-day life, you probably should not tell the people of Philadelphia, if, go if Strohs. Eagle, if the Eagles weren't, what, 6-0, and oh, he wouldn't be able to do this. If they were bad and he was playing well, bad this year. He's not doing it because he was asked, uh, how does he handle the Astros-Phillies dynamic? Quote, I'm Houston, born and raised. I love my city. It's my hometown. But my hometown now is Philly, and I love this city too. That's how I deal with it, end quote. <laughs> that sounds like a press... You're not picking a... T- yeah. Yeah, yes, you're, so you've got to be backing the Astros. Well, right? that, that was a press conference where there were a bunch of Philadelphia residents with... Uh, with socks filled with soap bars, just <laughs> waiting to hear what he was going to say. So he, right. he he danced around it. But he's got to be he's rooting for the Astros, right? Yeah, I, I mean, you I move people so. move away from their hometowns. You keep your allegiances, right? Like CJ, you still root for the Amarilla Dillas or something? No, like uh, they're no longer the Dillas. They're the Sod Poodles. The Sod Poodles? Yeah, I don't know the Sod Poodles. They just built Sod Poodle Stadium. Which is actually really nice. It's right in the middle of downtown. I was just kidding they about have the fireworks. Was there really a Amarillo Dillas? There was, dude. At the minor league baseball? Yes. Okay. When I was a kid, it was the Amarillo Dillas. I must have heard of that before. Like the Armadillas. Not that creative. Uh, I don't know. It, it yeah. makes sense. Uh, but how do you get to Sod Poodle? I, I don't know, man. At some point, uh, in between, they had another minor league baseball team where their mascot was like a banana. But it just looked very. It looked like a. It looked like a mm. wang. Oh, <laughs> and it went viral for that. Okay, uh, and then that team didn't last very long. So mm. sod mm. poodles. I don't know. Those are basically right. like uh, ground squirrels. I like minor league teams that do fun things with the mascots. Well, I, you know what? When I visit my family, I'll stop at Sod Poodle HQ. Yeah, and I'll get you Sod Poodle I'll, hat. I would love a hat. Okay, I got a big bulbous head, seven three quarters. Okay, okay, all right, and do. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna do uh, it, it, Thursday's draft day. Let's say eleven thirty. Can we do eleven thirty for the draft today, CJ? Sure. I'm very excited. I'm ready. I might have prepped only for the draft and not actual sports news today. Me too. That seems seems fine. Uh, but the NCAA did sort of surprise. There's new guidelines on name image likeness that they released yesterday. Spoiler alert. They're still like, ah, do whatever you want. <laughs> Just do whatever you want, man. Uh, we'll discuss that on the other side of this break. It's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back after this. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Dad, you're the goat. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, you know, we like to bust on the public service announcements that we air from yeah. uh, time to time here. CJ, I don't think you weren't it. You didn't hear it, but there's, I think it's a real advertiser. So 
be careful, Jason, with your uh, <laughs> what what happened? What I missed? It's a your urology neuro urology commercial. Yeah, it said make America pee again. Hell yeah! I love, We're that's advertising them. You know, you know what's good about that? Get at get at them, guys. You remember it? Yeah, it sticks with you. Yeah, I love precisely. it precisely. So that's listen. You never know what you're going to get during the commercial breaks on the show, yeah. so you might as well listen to to our salespeople. If you guys are listening out there, they're not. LOL, like you. Uh, I'm available for peeing endorsements. Okay, I, I love peeing. Okay, put put me in the pee game. Sure, let's do it. You want the Jason CJ Co. P. endorsement? Yeah, we can have a yeah. contest. Or okay. you know what? I'll uh, I'll I'll go further and I'll I'll do other bodily oh, functions. Whatever yeah, it is, I'm going to limit myself to urination. Okay, okay? I don't care. I'll I take was money. willing. I'll go stand next to you at the urinal and we can hold hands and take a, a co yeah. show PP. But I am not, I don't know what I don't I know about some of your practices. Get out of here, man. I just I need money. Speaking of endorsement things, boom, perfect transition, Jason. Uh, the NCAA yesterday updated their interim name, image, likeness rules, okay. which just we're over a year in NCAA interim rules. You still have interim rules. I don't really like uh, I don't enjoy these conversations because I don't have a good answer. I don't have a good. There's not a quick fix. This is, it is how it insane. should be. Answer. But here, just let me, the, the quick, quick backstory uh, for those of you not super plugged into this, it's been illegal for a million years to pay college athletes or allow them to make money in any sort of way. Two years ago, California said, hey, that's not right. And so they made a law, Fair Pay for Play Act, I think it was called, and said, hey, you have to allow these guys to, at the very least, go out and do some commercials, make some appearances, make money off of their name, image, likeness, NIL, if you will. And the NCAA said, we hate that. And the Supreme Court was like, we don't care. You have to do yeah. it. And so as of July 1st of 2021, it has been legal for guys to, you know, do commercial endorsements. Uh, Bijan Robinson's got his Bijan own. Bijan. He's got his own flavor of Plucker's Wing now. I was no like, way. that is gangster. Yes. Have I told you that I was this close? I was at a, a, a meeting with Dave Paul. The owner and proprietor of Plucker's I've Wing heard Bar. This story, yeah, and I yeah, love yeah. It. And I said, I want my own sauce. And he said, That's a fun idea. We could probably do that. And I was like, It has to be called Dick Sauce. And he's like, What? What? And nope. I was like, Jason Dick Sauce. And he's like, I'm not putting a Dick Sauce on the menu. Negotiations broke down. Unfortunate at that point. last name for on yeah. your part. Yeah, he wouldn't do Dick Sauce, and so now I'm looking for a P sponsor. <laughs> that's, okay. that's where I'm at. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, guys can do commercials. They can do, uh, you know, the, the, I guess Quinn Ewers drives around an Aston Martin in well, exchange yeah, for. It, it's let's be real. It's kind of stretched now to where well, right large groups of of people that paid him in the past are just like, oh, it's, we're going to give you name, image, likeness to yeah, do it, whatever. It is man. no longer what any reasonable person would call an equitable trade of goods, services, money. For endorsement, like you're just Correct. you're just paying off players, uh, which and I would blame the NCAA for for this for letting it get so immediately out of hand. Again, we're what 15 months into the game now, and they're still saying these are our interim uh, guidelines. Make some freaking guidelines. But at, when the whole thing started, they said, "Okay, guys, this is we're just gonna have one rule." Okay, the only rule is you can't. There are no rules. You can't use these for recruiting inducements. And all of the big schools said, okay, cool. We won't. Yeah, sure. I promise. I promise we won't do that. Uh, and, but, you know, fast forward now a, a year later, every school who is worth anything 
has and it's it's interesting because the school doesn't have it. That would technically be against the rules, but every school has a collective representing them, associated with them. Yeah. Something to that effect. Uh, I don't even remember what the Longhorn one is called, but yeah, it's just a big ass group of rich boosters who get together and it's it's their job to find the bags of money for these guys because it would be against the rules. If the school did it. If the school did it. Uh, And so, yeah. I want to be that guy. I want to be the money guy. Seems like a good good gig if you I've always wanted to embezzle. Uh, So, yeah, the the NCAA yesterday, they say updated their rules, but basically, as best I can tell, they just reminded you of the nonsense BS non-rules that they currently have. The only update was that they made clear schools cannot be involved in sourcing, negotiating, or facilitating name image likeness deals for their athletes unless actually they do that they make that service available to the entire student body. So if you're willing to go out and land Bijan Robinson a Lamborghini deal, the winner of the science fair, you also have to do it for the flute player. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you have to do that for everybody. So yeah, they're saying that that's not allowed. Players can go out and, and make their own deals and profit all they want, but you're not allowed to do it. Now, these third-party groups, the collectives, the, te- the Pancake Factory is one. Specifically, the Longhorns have a, a collective known as the Pancake Factory. Their offensive linemen? Yeah, they just okay. get deals for the offensive linemen. Very clever. I like it. Uh, and look, I, I don't want to come off as that I'm against paying the players, though I have said in the past that I think that... The vast I mean, it's majority done, of so college football players are well compensated. The price of education attendance at a school like Texas is pretty off the charts. Uh, there are some guys who are obviously being taken, had been being taken advantage of, and probably are. Um, so I don't want to be against that. I just would, I would just like to have some sort of civility, some sort of order in how we are going to to do these things. Because it's, it's tr- insane right well, now. Well, it's just it, it is the wild, wild west of of things, and yeah, the the again yesterday's clarification, the NCAA just uh, it falls back on their existing rules, making it impermissible for NIL deals to be used as recruiting inducements. Are you kidding me? Like, it was reported that uh, Quinn Ewers, before transferring to Texas from Ohio State, he came, he met with Sark, and then right after that. He met with the money people. He met with the people who say, now, did he meet specifically with uh, Waterburger or Ray, you know, whoever is going to... Sweet Baby Ray's. Whoever's doing the deal. No, he met with somebody. Oh, wait, no, no, he's Sonic, right? I don't know what he has. I think he's... I know he has Sonic. Sonic the, the drive-ins? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. I'll take a corn, so. corn dog right now, baby. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, and, and so... The, the idea that the university, like he went, what I'm saying is he went from one meeting with Sark into a, into the next meeting to act act as if the University of Texas is not orchestrating millions of dollars to be paid to these kids is ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Uh, and what you said, CJ, is correct. They've been doing this forever. As a matter of fact, that's one one of the proponents of you know the name image likeness was like look they're paying these guys under the table let's bring it out into the make open it legal make it legit yeah. and i'm like are we making it legit is like now you well, the federal government wanted their cut because this is now taxable you can meet with the bag man all right you can meet with him in public you don't have to go to somebody's house to meet with the guy yeah. who's, who's paying you off it just seems ridiculous and again 
I don't love this conversation because I don't know what the answer is. Do you want to just say, yes, the schools are obviously facilitating these deals. Let's just let it happen. Let them do it. I'll tell you, the schools would be against that. The NCAA is against that because they are still married to this idea that college football players are amateur athletes, are student athletes, all right? They're not. And yeah, if, if all of a sudden they are getting paid directly from the university, even if they're not getting paid from the school. They're getting paid from sponsorships and whatever. Uh, like it's a slippery slope for them because they're like, how long until we just have to budget paychecks for all of these guys? And and it comes know, out of our dime. Yeah, and they, that's the last thing that they want, which is ridiculous because, I mean, there's almost an infinite supply of money, at least in college football. Like you're going to be, sure. you could pay all there's, of the guys. There's more bowl games than there are teams. Yeah, and the the boosters have been begging you for years. Hey, let me just give you a bunch of money to give to the players. They're gonna, you're gonna stay rich. Texas, Alabama, all the big schools. I do worry about the, you know, the sort of medium, middle of the road schools. How are they going to compete? Yeah. Uh, but no, no, nobody cares about. But they those can people. go to Division One slash two. All right, <laughs> then we'll have eight well, teams in college football. No, that that is kind of not not eight, but I could see a future where their college football is literally just a a, a twenty teams, a league like of forty yeah. teams. Yeah, is that is it is it similar to uh, the the Super League situation in soccer, CJ? Do you? Mm, I mean, I mean, yeah. The comparison kind of works, but not necessarily. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. Here, here's the real thing. I really liked it the way that it was. Okay, I liked it. It's the, under the table. You didn't have to know. I Quinn didn't know was anything about Bentley. it. Okay, I don't know nothing about any yeah. of those things. All right, I assumed that those were all good nose in the book student athletes who had a meal plan at Jester, and, uh, you know, and, and I know a lot of the guys complained that that was their life, that they, you know, run out of Bevo Bucks, and then they were going hungry. I'm like, really, where are you going yeah, hungry? I, going hungry. I don't know. I just, I like the system so much the way that it was. Well, I, I and like now, it. I'm like, eh. I like it now because it benefits Texas. Uh, but also, I, I like it because this, hopefully, gives a chance to where you're going to see some talented players um stay in the uh, stay in, stay in playing college a little longer than well, they usually would just because you know the reason uh someone gets hurt and decides oh I'm going to forego my junior or senior year that way I can make sure to do good in the NFL or they'll skip bowl games or they'll kind of right. take it easy at the end of a season but but now it's like well you're already getting paid we've proposed this sort of scenario before is, you know, Bijan Robinson is likely to leave Texas after this season sure. and, and go pro, go to the NFL and start start his professional career. But what if it legitimately meant taking a pay cut? If leaving the Longhorns Whereas to now, join the Detroit Lions, uh, he's going to make less money because, in the NFL. Because in college, you're elite. In the NFL, right. You're uh you're fighting also, to be a third string running back. Yet another thing that the, uh, while existing in the wild wild west of name image likeness days, I mean the NFL your salary is slotted based on where you were drafted. Like there's no negotiation. Correct. You show up and it's like oh you were the 41st overall pick. Your salary is one point three million dollars. And your, your rookie year. contract stays that way, right? Yeah, there's yeah. no there there is a right, for, ceiling to for, your rookie for four contract. years. Yes, and based on where you're drafted, that's what what you make. As where in college. 
If somebody wanted to say, Bijan, stay at Texas and we'll give you $10 million, they absolutely could yeah. do that. That's and you, fine. The the con is you risk this injury. Is good. The pro is the ten you million have, dollars. Well, that, that part seems pro. definitely. But the but the pro is you you stay another season. You have a better team. You perform better. You have a you have a he breakout improves, breakout improves season. Improves his draft, draft odds. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because right okay. now it's it's like you said yesterday. Best of it's probably late first round pick. You know theoretically. Not theoretically. I mean, in practice, Bijan could come back next year and come back a year after that as well. That COVID season, 2020, did not count. Nobody's eligibility was told that year. And so he could come back for a fifth year. He could get $10 million next year, $15 million the year after that. All right, I got it. Are so- you listening out there, Red McCombs? Uh, these are free ideas for you boosters. Let's make Bijan Robinson the first $100 million college athlete uh, who played at Texas for seven years. I think you and I know the players we like. I think we care about this team. You have the Pancake Factory. Uh, let's start the Dick Dudes. <laughs> um, and what we're going to do is you and I are going to go out to people um, uh-huh. because our sales team clearly can't do it. But we're going to go raise money. Okay. And then we're going to target some. We're going to target uh, Bert Auburn. Yeah. Bijan. You know, some of the guys we like. And uh, they're, they're going to become Dick Dudes. And we're going to pay him big money to stay at Texas. I don't know if we have enough money to. Well, uh, that's why we have to go talk B. to. John Robinson to identify as a. Jason Dick Dude. Here's the deal. It's very easy. You play golf. Okay. You go and start <laughs> golfing where all these guys go. Yeah. And then you just say, Oh, well, actually, um, I'm a, I'm I'm a representative for a a, a collective uh, and Bijan Robinson is is, you know, one of my uh one of my uh clients that I'm working to keep for a senior season, so a donut, you know, you just schmooze people in the golf court and you know, we'll find some of the interns in the office to you know, some of the real cute ones to honeypot these dudes oh my and God. kind of be like, well, uh, you know what, uh, Natalie here, she's going to get your information, and and I'd love to, I'd love to reach out again, and and there we go. So you you schmooze them there. Me, I'll hit up all the the classy gentlemen's clubs. Oh, okay. And uh, and well, you know what, those dudes already spend all their money on something else. <laughs> While I would say that that sort of scenario would never fly, the NCAA literally will make no rules about it, so we probably could get away yeah. with them. Let's get. You want right. to do it? You want to start the dick dudes? The Jason Dick dudes. All right. Uh, take that, Dave Paul. You thought dick sauce wouldn't work. And we got a whole collective. Of football players, yeah. Okay. Bert Auburn's our number one target, though. Uh, right. Was, was that enough legitimate sports talking for you? I think uh, so. Coming up next, we're going to do a draft of emo bands. Boom. Teased. Jason, CJ, Almost Sports, back after this. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. It's Jason Dick, CJ Morgan, and at least for a segment and change... Our work stepdaughter Emily is here. Good morning, good day, Emily. I never know, <laughs> I know what, to what say time at is this it? Point of the day and I such don't know. like that. But uh, yeah, Emily's here because Thursdays are draft day on the Almost Sports Show, and uh, today we do a four-round snake draft of things. Uh, we'll draw for a draft order here. Sometimes it's sports things. Definitely not today, man. I don't think it's ever uh, been sports. Things. I think we should just I, yeah, try to start say. it off once. Well, Emily, you don't get invited to the sports things draft. But oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't you give up on fantasy? Like you beat oh. my ass, and then you give up on fantasy football. Emily, you want to tell him how he owes me breakfast? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lost our morning show fantasy thing because it's whoever scores the least amount of points. Between okay. me and, and Nick and uh, Emily. And for some reason, I lost, even though for some I reason. definitely did, beat you. Did you <laughs> so, score the least amount of points yeah. amongst Jason and Nick? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did, I, I, think that did you, I ask to be a part of this early in, in the year and y'all uh, did rejected CJ, me? Did he want in? We could we put him in. I, I said, hey, I want to do that. And then no one really paid attention to me. Oh. So I'm, I'm not included in y'all's bet. No, the rules this are time clear. Around, you okay. lost so badly that I feel like my punishment should be on you. <laughs> should be transferred. Hey, uh, Jason, when you go to Vegas and you're playing poker, if you yeah. lose a hand, can you say, "Well, I feel like <laughs> just that go I to the yes, just go to the pit boss and I, explain I like to him the, and be like, uh, I feel me. like the guy next to me had a worse hand." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, to quote my friend, <laughs> what's that dude's name that? Voiced while Ben Shapiro, uh, feelings uh, don't matter, facts do, or something like that. Or something. <laughs> okay. You could stop. just donate $5 to the fund because I know, you know, you need some charity work to make yourself feel, mm. feel a little better, I'll, right? I'll, I'll buy breakfast right. if you right. trade me Christian Guys, McCaffrey. No. St- stay on task here, okay? The draft always takes longer than you expect. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so we need to goof off in this specific way, not that way. Uh, today, we are going to draft emo bands. Okay. I am going okay. to Emo Palooza in Las Vegas this weekend. I'm very excited to attend. Emily, I know you've been uh What a brag. You've been worried uh that I don't have tickets yet. Yes. But I got a guy <gasps> on the gr- on the ground in Vegas who says he thinks it's he thinks it's Ooh, congratulations. Yeah, because the people here never give me tickets to anything anymore, you jerks. Yeah. Uh anyway, uh so yeah, we're gonna do a draft of emo bands. Now just radio, strategically speaking, on sports station ESPN 102.7. Is that a good idea? Ah. Look, they made a huge mistake. Huge audience. error. They told us, CJ, that we're already beating the horn. Okay? In, in just three months, less than three months. So we're beating okay. the horn and silence? <laughs> in less than three <laughs> months of almost sports existence, we're already beating the horn. And one of those months, I had a lightning bolt up my ass. That's okay? true. That's true. Uh, and I, at first, I was like, hang on, what's on the horn at this time? Let me. Is it dusty-ass Jim Rome or something like that? It's Craig F. Way. We are beating the voice of the Longhorn, yeah, CJ. Yeah. So this has really just emboldened me in that I can't make. You can a, do anything. I can't make a wrong Let, choice. Yeah. Whatever I want. Let me throw one thing in there. Yeah. In, in one of the many categories of the numbers sorted in an Excel sheet, we're beating the horn. Oh. They could be beating us in all twenty-five of the sure. others. My superiors gave me a piece of paper saying, "Jason, up you here, win. voice of the Longhorns, Craig <laughs> way slightly lower." Did it look cropped though? <laughs> like all the other numbers were not in it. Everything else was blurry yeah. for that why would they lie to me in that fashion? they're not I, I mean you are uh so here i'm passing my hat to emily who will draw right. a number uh cj again four round snake draft the best emo bands now we always with the criteria and what counts and we can have a fight about what is emo and what is not emo but i'm just gonna say if it's emo to you you put it in man Sounds all right good if, if, if you think metallica Unforgiven 2 used to get me right in the feels, man. You want to draft Metallica? It's totally, totally acceptable. Uh, and then we will ask you to vote. The human. Yeah. At Almost ESPN Radio, who had the best draft? I drew, very excited, the number one pick. Ah, yeah. I'm number two, which means Emily's okay. number three. Which uh, I'm not happy about, but uh, Here's the deal. I know I'm going to lose because I have a very specific genre of what is emo to me. Yeah. I don't care about I could I could pick the popular bands that I know our listeners might know, but I'm sticking to my roots 
And I'm going with what I think is See, emo, oh, all right? That's an interesting... I've been I, thinking about this for several days, actually, now. Do I play strategy and try to win the poll, or do I honor the true. integrity of the game of what sure. I think emo is? Uh, I think, regardless, there is an automatic number one first overall pick. It has to be. It really is an emo band, and it, sh- it should get me the votes. Chemical Romance. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the, the most popular. Number one Headliner of Emo Palooza on Saturday. I'm not a big My Chemical Romance guy. I don't not like My Chemical Romance, but they are the biggest emo band of all time, right? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think they're the easy number one pick. I think also they're, they're cross genre. So more people probably know of My Chemical Romance than any other emo band. Exactly. Uh, But I'm going to pick the band that at the time when they came out with their first two albums, with the number two pick, this was the biggest emo band uh, at the time. Their number two album, which it needed their best, uh, was Certified Gold. And to me, this is the band... that is is emo to it's emo to me. <laughs> okay, uh, and I'm I'm gonna go with the used. Oh, oh okay. Wait, that was my pick. You were gonna pick Dang, the used number I was three. Gonna, I was gonna pick the used, yeah, but we fought some... about this before, and you said the used isn't good. You said you didn't like the used. No, I know, but their email. The taste of being is getting on and done. Uh, I saw the used. The used on. on I my saw the used here, play but. that album live a couple of years ago, and let's just say because uh, Screamo is my favorite version of emo. Let's just say that being in a Screamo band and, yeah. and doing a lot of drugs and alcohol, not great on the vocal cords. Oh, that's yeah. tough. Uh, there is a there is yeah. a limitation. They're like running backs in the NFL. There is a finite amount of years you can take that much punishment. What is that uh, album called that you're referring to? It's the like the yellowish one with the girl on. The yeah, yeah, the, with the, the taste, taste of ink, ink and. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, is it box full of sharp objects? What is the name? Um, I don't it know. had a it had a couple of I, uh, uh, banger singles on that. I love uh, I love the, that um, I love that selection. CJ, I, I love the used picking them number two overall. I think it was just yeah, a self titled album, Very right? Questionable. Very I think it was self titled. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, uh, so CJ has the used. <sighs> Emily, you're gonna get two picks in a row. We got an exacerbated sigh right from the beginning. See, this is tough because my generation of emo is very different from your yeah. generation of emo. I would call it so, not emo. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say is no matter what I say, you're going to say that's not emo because Correct. it was... We are going to say that. Yeah, because it you're was... you're wrong. No, because it was something that came out after 2003. So sorry <laughs> about it. Um, but I'm going to choose just based on what I believe is one of the number one most emo songs ever. And I'm going to go, my first pick is Hawthorne Heights. Because no, 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 you're right. Ohio is for lovers is my a... Didn't cut my yep. eyes. I got yeah. that lyrics wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Hawthorne Heights is, that That was on my list, Emily. That's, yeah. that's, that song's one of the most popular emo uh, singles. That's a good pick. Mm-hmm. As, as usual, uh, cheating the game, I could have got clips for y'all's bands, but I only brought clips for mine, so sorry about that. That's yeah, okay. Uh, okay. But uh, I, I was going to say if any of you, if you pick any of my bands before me, I'll you, use the, clip, okay. I'll yeah, the yeah. clip then. But I yeah. certainly wasn't going to have Hawthorne Heights on the list. I believe yeah. they're playing and they're playing they an Emo Palooza this you're, week. You're it's being like, forced to go see it's them. It's like right? it's seven thirty a.m. or something. Hawthorne Heights. Seven thirty a.m. No, <laughs> I, that is not true. It's early in the day. They're worried about yeah. the wind. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. The song is called Ohio is for lovers. Yes. yes. Let me guess. Let me guess. There's like no reference to Ohio ever in the song. Uh, I mean, it's they're all because my heart is in Ohio. Yeah. 
Does they, he really yeah. say that? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. and right. there's a Good. bunch of like, it's just the whole Midwestern sad boy it, screaming in my mm. garage type music. Good okay. pick, Emily. So okay. that's okay. that's going to be my, right. my first one. So that's one. three. Emily gets two picks in a row. All right, so my next pick, um, because... I need to pick something that's more of my generation, and okay. I know this is going to make Jason mad. I don't know. I'm uh, going to pick Bring Me to the Horizon. Oh, you guys are missing out. Oliver Sykes, Ollie Sykes, this man, he screamed so hard oh in the mid-2000s God. when he was so big at Bring Me to the Horizon that he messed up his vocal cords, and he had mm. to take a break, and he literally had to mm. change his style of music because he physically couldn't sing it anymore. I told you, like that running is backs. Emo. There is a, that is yeah. emo. Yeah. Like running backs, they have a short shelf life. <laughs> Absolutely. It's screamo singers, yeah. Yeah, and he's <laughs> but he's not just screamo. It's it's the whole look. It's the full body tattoos, like including your like neck. Mm. It's the hair mm. it's the piercings like i remember being in middle school and one of and my emo friends would listen to bring me the horizon all the time i remember being on a plane with my friend and she was sleeping to bring me the horizon and i could hear it just just so loud and dis- depressing in her earphones wow. that when she woke up i was like how do you sleep to that and she goes Oh well, I just like listen to the to the lyrics, and like the lyrics are really soothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so You're, you and your generation, Emily. Yeah, cool. so I'm gonna okay. go with Bring, Bring Me, me the to Horizon. the Horizon. I had literally don't know what. Do, do they have a song I would know? Would they? No. Uh, no. Okay, good. They have the <laughs> Can you feel my heart? Uh, dun, 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 okay. dun, 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 dun. Uh, and now back to CJ with the fifth pick. Okay, well, look at that, Emily, talking about the let me win the this, lead so. singer's look and yeah. how emo they are, but there is no more emo-looking guy and a great emo band, and I'm picking them because not only do they have some good songs, uh, but also uh, three radio hits, uh, mm-hmm. AFI. Oh, Ooh, that was on my inside. list, too. Uh, look at this guy. Look how emo he is. Uh, Davey yeah. Havoc. The picture's so dark you can barely see him. Uh-huh. Kind of looks like Bella from Twilight. Yes, yeah. <laughs> For the record, Davey Havoc and AFI were around for 15 years before Twilight was a thing, Emily. Okay, correct. correct. I'm she, just saying she it goes lift, with the emo She lifted the look from him, mm-hmm. okay? That was definitely her inspiration. AFI is an intro. I will say I didn't think of that one, CJ, although I like AFI. Yeah. I do like them. Uh, your favorite band, Alkaline Trio. My fiance and I had, had a debate as to whether they oh, were yeah? emo or not. I will and tell I was, you right I was now. like, I think they're... I can't put my finger on it, but they're they're good. In I like opinion, them, but they're Alkaline, a different genre. Alkaline Trio is just a punk rock band, a pop punk right, band. Yeah, maybe they're yeah. not. They, they sing about the you know darkness sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I will not be selecting my favorite band, Alkaline mm. Trio, because I don't think they're emo, and I don't think that they will win the game for me. What about so. your other favorite band? Don't don't mind my business, uh, mm-hmm. Emily. All right, Jason, two picks in a row. I don't know what to do here because you guys have let me. Have you guys let me win the thing already? You seem I mean, to my, think so. Okay. My chemical, you took the banger with My Chemical yeah, Romance. Like, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to do this then. Clear winner. All right. Uh, this is not, I don't th- necessarily think they are the best emo band of all time, but the most emo band. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, you love this one. Give me love this song. Dashboard Confessional. They did not... They did not invent the genre. But look, I'll tell you this, Emily. I thought Emily was going to pick them when she was talking about... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought, no, if, no, no, If not for Chris Caraba and Dashboard Confessional, your generation wouldn't know nothing So you have, oh you've gosh. definitely taken the two most commercially 
successful and known emo yeah, bands. I don't know Definitely. if I have. I, don't I, know I think you have. That's yeah, more professional. At least one. If has, no one knows what emo uh, is and they see look my at these bands, romance. they're going to know yeah. both of these bands. Mm-hmm. I think Dashboard is less commercially successful than you, than you guys know. But uh, I do consider him one of the godfathers of emo. So I've got Dashboard Confessional. And then what do I do? What, what do I, this is, um, okay, fine. Just because uh, they are one of my favorite bands. I would say, questionable, is this an emo band? To me, they're just a rock and roll band. If you're listening, yeah, they're they're Jimmy World is tied for my favorite this, band. This of all is time. why I asked you, and I said, "Is hmm. Jimmy World emo?" I mean, again, I I don't I don't so much very think so, but I think for the purposes of this game, it, it's allowable. I think you're making a smart choice with all this because these are all more popular bands. Well, that's all the, more that's, radio yeah. known that's bands. That's kind of how the game works, CJ. It's yeah. The best emo. So you got to be the most popular. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm uh, emo's not. It's not about popularity. It's no, about. It's about the opposite. It's about honestly. not being popular. Yeah, not fitting in with <laughs> exactly. The, uh, so the constructs. So whoever loses this week is actually the, <laughs> the most winner. emo. Yeah, we're the most emo. Okay, uh, it's now back to CJ. With the, I don't know, lost count. Where are we? Seventh pick of the... Uh, this is my third eighth, pick. Eighth um, pick of the almost sports draft of emo bands. Gets tough because I, I really want to say... Hold on, I've just been notified Craig Way has passed us in the ratings. We have to stop. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we're um, Okay, I could, I, I could say Mineral. Uh, any of y'all know Mineral at all? Yeah. I could say they're an OG predecessor to emo. But I know no one's going to know who the hell they are outside no of my idea. hipster friends. But again, this other band, very emo, very into drugs, very collapsed in on themselves. But the, their first album, Absolute Banger, they're an emo band for sure that a lot of people like Emily disrespect. Uh-oh. Hey. Uh, not, they don't dis, they use disrespected. This band, much more disrespect. Uh, Finch is going to be my third pick. <laughs> In this, I because that no idea is, that is an emo. <laughs> what band. it is to burn, Emily? Uh-uh. Uh, that whole album is. I'm writing to you. There's lies in my china. Lots of screaming and yeah. sadness. Okay. Uh, Finch is. Uh, okay. I, look, you're you're saying lots of bands that I like. You thought CJ. I was going to pick Census Fail? But no, you're, Finch. You're they they walked so all these other bands, so Hawthorne Heights could slowly <laughs> jog. They, <laughs> you know, jog. I don't, if your band, if your emo band's not doing heroin, are they even emo? <laughs> See, I don't even think that that is drug use something that's associated with the emo lifestyle, Emily. Um, I would I mean, say to me, more, that's more like sad things. Yeah, like, drugs are for like. Like cutting. That's yeah, because I, I guess we could even say Elliot Smith yeah. counts as emo because the dude committed suicide by stabbing himself oh, in the heart. That's sad. But I don't think his music's. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's drugs, more folk pop. Yeah, if it's yeah. The, the cocaines and stuff, that's no, more like that. No, the it's hair. not emo. Too much. Those are the hair bands of the '80s, yeah, and yeah. then like the heroin type stuff. That's now more we're getting grunge. into the grunge lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. That's why I like emo guys. Yeah. It's so pure. Well, so there clean. a lot of the emo people. Straight edge. Exactly. It, in the community are like straight edge. Yeah, like those, that's the thing. Those kids, yeah, straight those edge kids. razors on their thighs and wrists. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, okay. we got to hustle uh, Emily. Okay, okay, okay. Um, how do I want to play this game because it's good. either way, like I I'm just going to continue doing bands that I enjoy that are part of my generation of okay. email. So, I'm going to go with Pierce the Veil. Okay, that that's a good one, Emily. That's a newer one. But yeah, yeah. Now I'm worried, actually. I could lose because of all the, the youth 
no, useful emos out there. I don't think so. Because you are, I mean, you're just naming bands that I'm like, what? what? Who is that? I don't know yeah. who that is, but they're yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I can sing a sample. Kiss. You told me think about it. Well, I did. Oh, where they do that faux British voice kind of thing? I don't want to feel a thing Or the whiny voice? All of Emily's. All of Emily's singings are, are, are kind of British, British yeah. Okay, and your yeah. final pick in the man. Almost Sports draft of emo band. What are you saying, man? man you surely just, got you guys, everybody you, you wanted. There's no, no way that... I mean, you guys picked, like, the main ones. Uh, I picked the main So, you know what? Just because I'm already going to be losing, I might as well, like, pick one that's completely just out of the park. Maybe this will win. Okay. Maybe this will help me. There maybe this a, won't. I think there's a trump card to be played. Really? Are you going to play it? No. Okay. I'm not going to play. Don't play it. I'm not going to play. Bright eyes. That's what I was going to say is bright eyes. So that's your answer? Bright eyes? Yeah, I have that written down. That's not bad. Bright eyes. I did go see their their show when they were in town recently. Uh, yes, he did. Emily um, tested positive for COVID 11 days in a row. And then coincidence, the yep. day of the Bright Eyes show, she oh, tested she was perfect. It was perfect. Uh, I will say, somebody needs to check up on him. He was a little wacky at the show, and I felt oh. very bad, which made ah, the wacky. songs even sadder because they're a little bit more upbeat emo. And the I would next say. show in Houston, he just walked off yeah, stage. Yeah, he like walked off oh, stage. Right. Right. He was he was going through it. So that was very true emo fashion of just like he was going on these rants about nothing. Mm. Like hey, just, hey, it's just like almost sports. It was, <laughs> like Jason and I. But it was it was a little scary. Was he outraged uh, with the NCAA's uh, clarification oh, of name image likeness guidelines? Definitely. Rants about nothing for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with Bright good, Eyes. Good, I absolutely love them. Good draft, they Emily. make me sad. <laughs> All right. Pity, two, pity. two picks left. CJ? Uh, you know what? I really want to go with Thursday because I feel like they were the one that repopularized um, the uh, the whole emo screamo genre. Mm-hmm. But I got to go with real OG. I mean, O G emo Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Only living boy, like what Beethoven? A Scarborough Fair, only living boy in New York. The sound of silence. That is my old friend. That is OG emo at its best. And on top of that, Simon never wanted to make money. He didn't like the record labels. He was very much. How do you never want to make money, dude? uh, (laughs) Paul Simon was very. He he early on fought against any of that stuff. Uh He was he was a, a real emo artist. Garfunk was like, I want to make money. I want to smoke weed, and I want to be in movies. Yeah, I'm same. Me too. Me too, Garfunkel. <sighs> uh, look, I was, I was, I said, did you guys pick anything that you think is emo, and I was ready to fight with you guys with Emily about his Papa Roach and Thirty Seconds to Mars yeah, emo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't prepare a Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> defense, but because they are emo, I will say uh, uh, Papa Roach and what did you say? 30 Seconds to Mars. Those uh, are 30 d- Seconds to Mars is close. That's more no, pop ball. No, no. Uh, Papa Roach, not at all. That's, that's, um, that's uh, <laughs> what do we call butt rock? Active rock. That's active rock. Okay. I'm just going to, to round out my team. Golly. Jason you guys left me so many, so many tremendous decisions. <laughs> Look, here, I'm just going to go through all the Thursday. Excellent call, CJ. All the ones that I'm not drafting saves the day. The Get Up Kids, Bayside, Piebald. Local cruiserweight dynamite boy Manatee Recover is playing two weeks from tomorrow. All these good guys should know. Uh, I am not going to select Taking Back Sunday. It's clear that Jason and I are the same. Not going to select Panic at the Disco. No, definitely Uh, don't. Going to select (laughs) Fallout Boy. 
Give me Fallout Boys. Just seal the deal. Seal the win. Taking you back Sunday, way more emo. But yeah, I'm gonna take Fallout Boys. You, you chose radio friendly ones. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's it's about winning the draft. Uh, okay, so I have My Chemical Romance, Dashboard Confessional, Jimmy World, and Fallout Boy. CJ has. The best with the used <laughs> AFI Finch and Simon I and Garfunkel like line up there. I love the yeah. AFI. I like the used. I like Finch, Simon, Garfunkel, and Emily. I have Hawthorne Heights, Bring Me to the Horizon, <laughs> Pierce the Veil, and Bright Eyes. At almost ESPN Radio, you can vote who had the best draft of emo bands. Uh, now the Trump card, Emily. You remember I asked you a couple weeks ago, Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Yes. Is he king of the emo world? Yeah. And I thought I said there was only a, one other person who I think could be up there, and I don't even know if they count as emo. Oh yeah, you didn't choose Paramore. Your girl. Uh, I just. You knew this is a sports show. They're gonna, they're gonna love my bring on the horizon takes. Bring me to the horizon. <laughs> not, not, yes. not, not Paramore. Yes. Okay. No, I, I love, I love me some Haley Williams, and I think okay. that she is fantastic. Okay. Um, but yeah. I did, I've, cho- I've chosen her for every single thing other than this, this mm-hmm. little draft. So, okay. Sorry. Uh, thank you, Emily. No, thank you for your assistance. Please vote at almost ESPN radio. How did you guys feel about that? Did you enjoy that? Uh-huh. You can, yeah. Craig, Craig Way doing Wait, any emo sports, band drafts? Yeah, if if Florida Man right? Kyle didn't listen, then we know we're, we're screwed. <laughs>